Well, uh, we want to thank the following sponsors to help you bring this week three action to you. And boy, it's a lot, and we're going to get a lot more to you. But we want to thank Iowa Tire, Fairfield, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Uh, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Kyoto, Iowa. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. B&B Propane. R&B Breaks Facebook page of Dubuque, Iowa for the best sports cards in Iowa. Richardson's Tech Solutions of, of Richland, Iowa. Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of, of Kyoto and surrounding areas. And the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We're talking Fort Madison Bloodhounds football with the birthday boy, Coach Derek Doherty. Welcome to the program and a very happy birthday to you. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, looks like you got a little early birthday present Friday night uh, with the win against what looked like to me to be a pretty tough uh, Centerville Big Reds team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was definitely a good birthday present. So um, we got the offense rolling finally, and it, it felt good. Well, um, you know what took me? I, was watch, I watched the whole game, and uh, the, the first thing I, that really took me back was how beautiful that football stadium is. Which yeah, is, they've they've done a great job there. That that stadium is is absolutely awesome. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the different colors on the every ten yards and the, the the beautiful mosaic in the middle of the field and the red track all around it. Uh, but uh, um, I think you were firing on all cylinders, uh, maybe better than you have all season long. Um, it you, you the game kind of hung around for a while, but you eventually in the second half you kind of started putting things out of reach and you. You had a lot of big plays that I noticed. Uh, um, uh, how do you feel about your big play capacity right now? Yeah, we uh, we settled in finally as, as an offense. I mean, defense has been playing really solid and, and bailed us out offensively um, in our, our previous two games. And, um, you know, we actually we put the defense in some sticky situations on, on Friday again, and they just battled. I mean, they're gritty, they're tough. And, um, you know, it's nice when you can play complementary football and getting the – the offense going was was big, um, so we we did have a couple explosive plays, and and that's got to be that's got to be us. I mean, we're willing to nickel and dime you if if we have to, but we also have to be able to take the top off, and and um, we we scored explosively, which those are those are a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a uh, um, you throw the ball better than than most teams. It seems like that's it's more of a, a part of your offense than than a lot of teams around. And you do it so well. Um, uh, I saw a couple big over the middle passes. Let's start there. Yeah, we like to throw the ball, um, and, and we like to throw the ball because we want to, not necessarily because we have to. And um, you look at the the stats, and I think we threw the threw the ball forty one times, um, and a lot of that was just that's what we felt was was there. And um, you know, some of it's going to be fast screen stuff. Some of it's going to be downfield stuff. But just letting Marcus be Marcus and get him, get him the the ball and allow him to distribute it however he needs. And um, we had we had a ton of receivers with with catches, so we're spreading the ball, and that's it's a lot of fun as well. It's not like we just have one guy that we're trying to go to. We've got a lot of guys that can catch the ball and make explosive plays for us. Yeah. Well. Uh... Let's talk a little bit about your quarterback's ability to throw, his ability to find an open receiver, his ability to maybe check down once uh, uh, his primary receivers are are 
covered and, and it's not a good play. Or, or sometimes you might have to make the decision to take a sack. Stuff like that. Uh, uh, let's talk about your quarterback and his development. I know, I, th- I know he's a new one this year. So this, after three games under his belt, what's his progression and and uh, what's his strengths? Yeah, growth is what comes to mind when we talk about him. He's just getting better and better every game, and um, you know he's understanding the offense more and more. I think I said it in an interview. This is a kid. Yeah, he was our backup quarterback last year, but he didn't get a lot of quarterback reps because we were thin um, and we didn't want to, to lose him uh, just in case something happened. So really, he's he's brand new, um, brand new quarterback, and he's getting better and better every game, better and better every practice. Saw some really nice things out of him. Um, you know, there's one time where – he got rid of the football, something that we haven't done a good job of. I think sometimes we hang on to the football a little bit too long. Get rid of the football. Let's let's live to fight another down. And um, it was nice seeing that. And some of the check down stuff, um, you know, first receiver, primary receiver is not open on that. He did a good job of going to, to number two, number three at, at times. So, again, just growth is what comes to mind when we're talking about Marcus. And um, when he's confident and, and just playing football, He's a lot of fun, um, and, and so he he's really hard on himself. He wasn't happy after Friday night, which I, he threw for over 300 yards. I'm not sure what's not to be happy about, but he just has such high expectations of himself, and, um, you know, he, he was more worried about the ones that he missed than the ones that he hit, which as a competitor, you got to love that. But I texted him Saturday morning and said, I know that you're, you're an uber competitor, and um, you have high expectations, but you also need to enjoy what you did last night and, and have some fun with it. So uh, we had a good conversation about that. Well, you tell him from Round Guy Radio, we thought that was his coming out party, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Um, I think he really showed me what he's capable of doing. And uh, uh, before we get to talking about your team, I want to talk a little bit about Centerville. Uh, uh, they seem to have some talent. They seem to have some speed on their defense. Uh, they were flying around making uh, – um, you know, other than a few big plays, they you know they 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 fought along there pretty good. Uh, uh, what did you think about their defense to start with? Yeah, they uh, they had some dudes on on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, forgive me, I don't really know names, but uh, you know that they, they were big up front. We kind of knew that going in. And, uh, I think it was fifty eight. He did a great job of of not getting trapped. I mean, we tried trapping him early. He did a good job of staying square and. Um, you know, he, it was kind of fun to to adjust our game plan towards him, and and um, you know, got really great coaches that they, they do a good job of that. Number twenty, their linebacker, um, that kid brought it. He was he was a solid player. Um, you know, they've got the the six six kid out there on, on, at corner. Um, he was their their main weapon on offense as well. They're they're a good team, you know. And I got to talk to their coaches afterwards, and uh, you know, I I think that they're going to have some successes the rest of the way and uh, they they're, they're a good football team they're they're solid well they're definitely uh now their offense um did the same thing um the trojans did did the same thing fort myers or, or burlington did was move the ball pretty well until they get into that red zone man you guys are tough in the red zone i mean is that just something you guys emphasize in practice is it you do a better job when the when the field gets shorter i mean but there ain't no team out there that I know of that's performing as well in the red zone and on the goal line defense as your team. Yeah, um, we've kind of had that motto, the bend don't break, um, 
defense. I mean, Coach Crooks, that was kind of his thing when he put it in. And now we have, you know, Coach Cullen being our DC, and he was under Coach Crooks. So just kind of fits. Um, we, we don't want to wait until we get to the red zone. We want to get some some turnovers and some big stops out there and give us better better field position. Um, but, you know, they, they are. They're just gritty. They're a gritty bunch. And, and I think when things get tight down there and we can tighten things up a little more, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a benefit to us, but, um, defense is playing really, really well. They're playing with their hair on fire and we're getting to the ball and we got some guys that are, the thing that I love most is they love playing a defense. Um, I think it's easy to like playing offense. Um, but we've got a lot of guys that if you gave them a choice to play offense or defense, they choose defense. So I think that that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Well, uh, they're, they're really, really good. I think, um, um, They've led you to some of these victories, uh, but uh, um, I think there's a dangerous combination developing here. Uh, the offense is a big play strike ability. Now your ability to really put multiple points up on the board, um, um, uh, um, be able to stop the other team, be able to put points on the board. That's a, a recipe for winning, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's it was an eerie feeling. I feel like it was a couple of years ago. We we had a a solid defense defense was bailing us out. And actually it was a Centerville game. The only reason we won that game was because of our defense. We, we had a pick six. We had a, a, a punch out fumble that was scooped and scored. And uh, man, we were so frustrated. Um, actually we had two pick sixes um, that game, but we were just offensively, we were struggling. We needed, we needed that coming out party, if you, if you will. Um, and we ended up getting it later on. So it was kind of nice to, to get our offense going because I, you know, I don't like to dwell too much on the past, but it felt really, really eerie going into this game, just knowing that our offense had been kind of stagnant. What are we going to get ourselves into here? Um, so the kids, kids, you know, did did what we knew they could do. Yeah, well, um, uh, uh, things are I've, – I've had the pleasure of, uh, well, what I could watch of the first game and the second game and the third game. Uh, uh, and I see some improvement in your team. Uh, uh I actually see a lot of improvement. I thought your team looked good. Uh, I thought they looked better. And I thought this week they looked great. Uh, um, is my assessment uh, along with yours? Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, that, that's kind of my my philosophy is just development. I mean, we want to be better this week than we were last week. And if we're doing that, um, then, then we're moving in the direction that we need to. And, and um, so that's what we talk to our guys. We should continuously develop no matter what. And you're going to continue to do that, hopefully, for the rest of your life. I mean, I think that that's a great life motto. So, um, you know, we're, we're really pushing them to, to be better today than they were yesterday. And, and that's not just in football, but in the classroom and uh, as young men. And um, so it's it's nice that the outside world sees the growth in, in at least our football, you know. And I, I would hope that they would say in how our, our character is as well. Well, uh Let's go over. Just tell me some of the defensive standouts. Uh, anybody got any turnovers? Um, you know, uh, uh, just let's, let's just go over the defense. Yeah. Um, well, Hayden Segoviano, I think, is is where Friday night has to – the conversation has to start. I mean, Marcus obviously did some great things too, so either one of them. But Sego playing on the defensive side of the ball, so he led us, um, you know, in, in offense – 
He had uh, like over 100 yards receiving. He rushed the ball really, really well. But then you look at the defensive side, and he led us in, in tackles. He was flying all over the field and, you know, collecting tackles and, and helping out. So he had several assists. Um, Jamarcus Klein, he, he was a guy that led us two weeks in a row, um, and they knew it, and they weren't going to let him be a problem. So he, he faced a lot of doubles and, and – you know, but he still, he fought his butt off and, and he might not have the, the stats to show it, but we know what he did. We know that he was down there and doing his job and spilling those guys, two guys like Segoviano and, and Teak Smith. Teak had a great game again. Um, so it's just systematic football. It's guys that are, are um, doing their job and, and sometimes they their job gets their name in the paper or gets them, you know, at the top of the category. And sometimes their job allows somebody else to. And Again, just credit to our our defensive guys for understanding systematic football is is important. And um, you know, Ike Thatcher he got his his uh, name called several times over the loudspeaker. So um, yeah, we could talk about any of those guys at any time. It was it was a great great night. Ben Ramatowski he he made some great adjustments. I think we've got to point that out. They scored early on. They've got a six six receiver. The kid is good. They threw the ball up to him. Ben was was right there. I mean, I think he looks a, a split second earlier. I really do think that that's a, it's a pick instead of, you know, a, a catch. Um, Cause he was right there in position. We made the adjustment. We put him up on the line and allowed him to get physical with the kid. And he did a great job. Once we got physical with them and, and uh, jammed him off the line, their timing was messed up. And so that was a great adjustment by our defensive staff and ultimately by Ben getting the job done. Well, let's uh, uh, flip the script over and talk about the offense. But you know me, I like, uh, I'm like that old uh, 1970s commercial, where's the beef? Let's talk about that offensive line. Um, uh, I thought, uh, from what I saw, pretty good. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a, a raw group and they're getting better every day. I mean, so they, they fit our, our motto of, of, you know, trying to just continuously develop. We've got kids that we've had to move from a skill position and put them on the line. And so they're, they're learning the ins and outs of it. Um, that's a little bit probably why we're you know, maybe, maybe getting too many penalties. We have some kids that they haven't quite figured out the, the, the art of the offensive line. We know that there's holding on every play. It's just, you know, getting away with it and like the little the little intricate details of being on the line so we've got some guys that are figuring that out uh justin maintner's a guy that comes to mind we, we moved him from a receiver position and we put him at tackle i mean he's a big strong physical kid and he's a team first guy and that, i love that about him so we moved him from a receiver and put him down at tackle and he's figuring it out uh, he's actually starting to like it we saw some fire under him he was he was looking to drive people and bury them um, just a little bit of that nastiness that you have to pl have to play offensive line. Um, so again, just proud of them and, and their willingness to, to one play offensive line and, and just work on their craft. All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, uh you did run the ball some, um, let's talk about the running game. Yeah. Uh, so we were led, you know, running wise, we, we like to have a dual threat quarterback. So, um, Marcus, he led us in, in carries. Um, now the, he did take some sacks, so his yards aren't always going to look great. Um, 
you know. So, but he, he led us in carries and he, he ran the ball really, really well. And he had a couple scores for us uh, running the football. Segoviano um, ran the ball extremely well. He, he didn't have as many carries, but he still ran for, for 96 yards, uh, 95 yards, somewhere in there. I think he was averaging like seven, eight yards a, a carry by the time it was all said and done. Um, so he didn't have the, the volume of rushes, but, uh, you know, the, the quality was obviously there. And he had a huge one uh, down the sideline. That was It was nice to see us get from the backfield and, and downfield. Um, that was an exciting, exciting thing to know that our, not only our pass game can take the top off, but, you know, we could burst some big runs and Brody Cashman, he, he, he finished that. We had a, an explosive score from him. It was about a 35 yard run, uh, for a touchdown late in the game. Um, we know that he's got big play capabilities. I think he proved it last week against Fairfield. He was the guy that caught the, the touchdown out of the backfield, um, but he had a, a, a nice run off the edge and a good burst and a thirst for the end zone. It was kind of a cool little touchdown diving for the pylon. Well, uh, um, let's talk about those receivers. Uh, uh, let's kind of—I just want to know who got the yards and the touchdowns and stuff. Yeah, uh, we spread the ball out again really well. Um, actually, our leading receiver was our running back. Um, you know, based on what they were giving us, we we used him a lot in the past game, and it's nice having a back that that you know he can he can be a receiver for us so uh, it allows him to be a, a, a threat in all phases of the game I mean he does a great job of stepping up and blocking too and and really when I say he I'm talking about both of them Brody Cashman and Hayden Segoviano um but Segoviano had over 100 receiving yards uh the coolest thing for me was uh he had zero drops every time he was throwing the ball it was completed um I think it was nine I think he went nine for nine um We've got Henry Wiseman, who is a, an elite receiver. Uh, he had several catches on the night. He had a couple scores. Caleb Bolander's doing a really good job. You know, he finds himself open a lot. Leif Boating has been open a, a, a ton. And I know he was a little bit frustrated. And at one point, you know, just told him, I, I'm a receiver. I, I, I know what it's like. So I said, hey, man, you're doing your job. You're getting open. Marcus will find you. And he did. He found him a couple times and um, it was, it was just nice seeing that ball spread out all over the place. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about your special teams. Yeah. Special teams are really important to us. Um, we thankfully, well, this week it didn't really come down to, to anything in particular, but um I think that you got to point out Leif Bowden. He's not only an offensive and defensive player for us, but he's also our PAT guy. Um, you know, he, he uh, is a hundred percent on the year so far. And, you know, he had a lot of PAT attempts in, in uh, Friday night's game. Uh, we punted once. Uh, that's, that's part of the game that we've got to figure out. We've got a really good kid there. Um, you know, he just doesn't have a lot of experience. Nathan Bowen's his name. He's He can boot the ball. He's a soccer guy. Um, but he kicked one off of his shin. Thankfully, it was the only time that we had to, to punt. But um, And then our kickoff guy, he's getting so close to putting him in the end zone. You know, we, we keep talking to him about letting the, uh, letting the club do the work. I think he's overkicking. He's got a great leg. He's another soccer player. But I think he's he's overkicking. He's trying to trying to put it in the end zone. Um, 
he's figuring it out. He's kind of new to kicking and the kid is extremely talented. So um, we're excited to continue to see his progression. And then um, on the other side, just the return side, we've got some dangerous returners and, and we had some really nice returns on, on punt and kickoff. Um, and not only are they dangerous, but that's got to be credit to the guys up front block. So um, special teams are a big part of what we do here at Fort Madison and glad to see those guys producing. All right. Well, uh, um, is there anything else about this game we need to talk about? Um, no, just really proud of our, our effort. Um, you know, that's, those are the two things that we care most about is effort and attitude. And the, the guys brought it. We challenged them hard last week to, to right our wrongs um, schematically, but more than anything, just mentally and, and come out ready to go and play four full quarters of, of football. And we feel that they did that. So we're really proud of them. Well, as Steve Miller's song uh, says, time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the future. Uh, yep. Friday night, you got another opponent. Um, I don't know who it is. Tell me, tell me who you're playing. Yeah, so uh, you're, you're exactly right. As a coach, you wake up Saturday morning and, and no longer is it enjoying Friday night. You're, you're focused on uh, the next Friday night. Um, and that's that's our job as coaches. We let our kids be kids for the weekend. And, you know, they probably enjoy the victory a little more. But we go right back to work and uh, we started breaking down Saturday morning, a very talented Williamsburg team. I mean, they're getting all kinds of love. Obviously, they're, they're number one in the state right now. Um, and they've had some good wins. Coach Richie is uh, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, what a fantastic coach, fantastic man. He's ran a extremely successful program. Um, so we've got a, a steep mountain to climb on Friday. But, you know, as competitors, we have to be excited about that. Well, yeah, I, I think – do you feel like maybe this is what your team needs right now? Yeah, I mean, if if – if we want to do the things that, that, you know, we say that we want to do, these are the types of teams that, that we have to play. Um, you know, at, at some point, hopefully, uh, it just so happens that it's going to be, you know, week four. But we, we know that we're facing a very talented and tough team. I mean, they're proven. And it's a great test to see where we're at, you know. And um, it's non-district, so it gives us – a really tough test to figure some things out and see where we're at, um, good and bad, because um, that's the game of football. There's going to be some ups and there's going to be some downs. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great measure for us. Well, I don't know uh, what's in the corn or, or the beef or the water over there in Williamsburg, but, man, they have big kids. And, I mean, a lot of them. Uh, uh, that's, you know, that's what strikes you when you look at them. In the round guy radio era, uh, they're probably the best team uh, over the three years of, uh, uh, that that I I could say. Um, and this year doesn't seem to be any any exception. Uh, what are you going to have to do against this vaulted team to be successful? Yeah, without a doubt. And, and not only they don't rebuild, they reload. That's kind of the the thing it seems like over there. And that's credit to Coach Richie and his staff and everything um you know that that he's done over there is just truly impressive so um for us to be successful you know we're gonna we're gonna have to create some some opportunities as far as getting the ball back and we know that they're explosive on offense and so it'll be a good test for our our defense you know our defense has been playing really really well um our secondary is going to get tested they've got a kid that's um going to iowa so he's a he's a good 
good skill player. Um, he's gotten a lot of love. I think he's a finalist for the uh, Buck Kiss Award, so he's good defensively as well. Um, you know, we're we're just going to have to create opportunities, and, and we're going to have to be creative. We're going to have to, more than anything, I guess, just mentally realize that, that we've we've put in some really great work that we're ready to go and we just have to put our best out there. This is a very exciting matchup for me. Um, well, uh, uh, last year, I think they had the number one center recruit in the nation. You know, uh, I talk so much about Drew Miller, uh, uh, and, and he deserves it, but, uh, I don't know if that kid's still there. Um, or if I'm completely right about that, but I did, I, I know somewhere in Iowa there was, and I thought that's what it was. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, I, I kind of followed him from from a distance just because I've I've known Coach Richie for a while now, and he's somebody that I admire. I think I think highly of him, and um, so I've always followed them. Austin Blythe is now their their offensive line coach. I mean, it's Coach Richie's son-in-law, so they've got an elite level guy coaching their their O line. So that would not surprise me if you know they had. A, a dude like that because I know that their offensive line is very good. Well, Coach Doherty, on his birthday here on Round Guy Radio, uh, I got a game ball to give out, uh, and it's going to Marcus. Uh, awesome. Uh, you tell him uh, he gets the game ball from Round Guy Radio. Uh, um, and uh, who's the tall kid that he threw the ball to right over the middle uh, for a touchdown there? Um, tall kid. Well, we don't have very many tall kids, so well, I would. He looked would tall on that play. I don't know. It, it might have been Henry Wiseman. I um, think so. He, he's he uh, climb the ladder and go get one. Yeah, he went up there and got it, and you know he got past everybody, and then there was a, there was the uh, uh, a safety back there with the deer in the headlights. You know, uh, and that, uh, first you say it, then you do it, kind of thing. Uh, uh, he, he got man. That was a beautiful play. That was one of the most beautiful plays of the night. That was a great combination. And uh, uh, Fort Madison Bloodhounds have been a great combination of everything. I'll give you a puncher's chance in this game against Williamsburg, and it would really make all of Southeast Iowa proud if you could uh, go up there and give them a little business or give them a little little uh, taste of uh, uh, farm boys and, and Southeast Iowa. That would be all right. Yeah, that would be – We'd be okay with it, too. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Is there anything else that you needed to say before we let you go? Nope. Thanks for having me and Roll Hounds. The the game will be on uh, – um, what's it called? Um, what's the YouTube channel called? Uh, Bloodhound Activities. Bloodhound Activities. Uh, uh, you're doing the best job. So, I mean, one of the best jobs out there this year of, of really bringing it. And uh, uh, I struggle to find most of the games, but your, yours is on every week, and I really appreciate it. That's great. Nick does a great job. We're thankful for him. Thank him for me, and uh, um, um, good luck this week, and thanks for being with us. Thank you, Roll Hounds. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators. For both first and second shift, call 319-752-2781.